welcome to season two episode is it episode one when season two starts or i think does it so continue? i think it resets i don't know if it, i'm trying to think now because the guides now on 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 tv on the cable right it shows you season number episode right. number i'm pretty this sure a whole podcast just on <laughs> what number episode it is all right i'm gonna go with season two episode 15 okay before your reconsideration we've had a lengthy break yeah a lot going on a lot going yeah, yeah. everything good everything's good yeah. at least for now right. as of 12 39 p.m everything's good we'll see what happens um we're coming back with uh this is gary's choice yes and i was listening i'm all on board with it i was a little like all right we'll, we'll do this for gary and then i watched a movie and i'm mm-hmm. like fucking hey gary was right right this is a great movie great great movie underrated movie even though it's cliche is and anything yeah great movie yep we're doing mr mom today yep so the question is the character's name michael keaton's character is jack butler could we do what jack butler did could we lose our job run the house while our wife goes out and is the breadwinner in some ways this is my dream because <laughs> i think i could run the house <laughs> Wait, save it yeah. save it i i i i concur but we'll get to it uh, so i think the movie is just as much about jack as it is about his wife i forget her yeah. name i'm sorry carolyn carolyn very yeah. good uh but it begins with jack getting fired yeah you ever fired before my job no i you know i've been trying to think if i ever was and I don't think so. I mean, I lasted one day on a job, but I kind of walked out. I did a shitty job. I was supposed to clean toilets at Babies R Us. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was like the worst. That was the best job you could find? I I guess, you know, like at the time. I mean, we're going like a long time ago at this point, like 30 years. Um, And I walked into the women's bathroom. I'm like, yeah, fuck this. I'm out. (laughs) But I think they would have fired me anyway because I was complaining. Like I was supposed to be hired to be like on the sales floor. Right. And they had me like running doing like cleaning and stuff so you know so i was like 16 and bitching about it so Mm -hmm. i I don't think they would have kept me but yeah i think that was the closest i ever came to getting fired well no not the closest but (laughs) 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 but i've seemed to avoid what about you uh i was technically fired i was a, a resident assistant at college in my junior year okay um and it was a mixed bag for me i was very good at the job like relating to the residents, doing my duties. I was really, I, I, I look back now and I still have this problem sometimes. I look back now and I had a real issue with appropriateness <laughs> and the things that I said. I remember once we were brainstorming uh, activities that, that could be done like, you know, for the building and my suggestion, which I actually put on the paper and presented to the group, including my bosses, circle jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But to my, in my defense, I had numerous reviews. Mm-hmm. never was spoken to no one ever said listen you're doing a great job but you got to stop this never said a word to me and then i reapplied for senior year and they put me on like the waiting list like oh somebody backs out so i was like right, looking back at it i was able to say to myself okay you you did make some mistakes right. but no one ever said this is going to be an issue my job performance is always well done so um again a bit rash i quit on the spot to call my parents well I call my parents first because they right. had to pay for my apartment once right. I left that was the big bonus of being all right they gave me the go-ahead I moved in with my friends it was like four of us in the studio <laughs> and um then here's where the real issue comes in so the next week I'm fuming about this Not, right. you know they I felt and again what, what was the I always forget this but I always think about it what, what do they call you when you first started teaching there was a name they like a, a label youthfully arrogant I was youthfully yes. arrogant youthfully arrogant and um I decided I was going to write a letter to the school paper oh boy. about the dysfunction in the residential life program all right and it was good everything was true 
you know, I talked about the nepotism and the drinking buddies who were hired and the inconsistencies and meetings that we had, that things were said mm -hmm. that were fucking crazy. It was a dysfunctional group, 100% on the money. They printed it on the front page. Oh, no. <laughs> and um, they, were, they did do me one favor, which apparently I didn't recognize how nice it was. They kept me on the meal plan despite the fact that I quit. Let me give me a parking pass. So once that was published, they cut everything. So um, recognizing, right? all right, now I'm doing some damage, diminishing returns. I made an appointment on his open hours, which were like Sunday at 7 a.m. Right. For a college student that was not yeah. easy. I went to visit the, uh, the, uh, the college president. He sat down with me. He heard my story. He obviously read the letter. He goes, let me give you some advice. When you're that angry about something, right or wrong, write the letter that you wrote and then put it in the drawer for a week and mm. see if you still feel the same way a week later and you still want to send it. He goes, and it was like, good advice. That's good advice. Very You've good given advice. me that advice over the years. <laughs> Brother Lagori gave it to me. I give it to you. <laughs> Sometimes I've listened. <laughs> Other times, <laughs> not so much. <laughs> so he reinstated my, my meal and my really? parking. And it was over. Wow. Yeah. You still have that article? You know, I've asked my friends numerous times and they kept it for whatever reason. I didn't think. Right. It was a good, I, I wish I would have thought. To I mean, that could have went with your Harry Doyle collection, too. <laughs> <It could. laughs> That's missing, too, apparently. So. Oh, no. It's on the interwebs. A lot of it. I've looked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got a couple on an old computer that might still boot nice. up. Nice. So I think I have, like, fire. an old flash drive somewhere. Do you really? With everything. We should just reprint it. Yeah. Even though it's 15 years old, That's it'll right. still hold water. Exactly. Were you were writing about the Mariners' defense, which was our biggest post ever, right? That's right. the biggest one? I think so. It was for a while. For a while. I don't remember anymore. Yeah. A long time ago. Is it a long it time ago. 2007. Wow. That's well, when it ended or we started? No, it's when we started. Wow. Jesus. So, yeah. <laughs> That's my, my story. Now, when it comes to, forget the firing and the work. Right. The experience of doing the things he did, you and I both have done our whole lives, right? I mean, for a while you were living alone. You had to do this stuff. Yeah, I'll say it took um, adult life to get those skills. I mean, growing up, my mother did everything. And even like after divorce, like moving back in with them for a little while to recover, she wanted to do everything again, you know, laundry. And, and quite frankly, she would sneak in and get it done, you know, that kind of thing. So like it took going to college to learn how to do laundry. Yep. I never did laundry before. And that. you didn't learn right, did you? Like I learned no. too, but like I, I still separate. do it like a college kid. Yeah, like yeah. my wife now, she's like, "How do you do this?" Like I just throw everything in, yeah. I'm cold, and, it, and that's it's it. Washed. Done. It's fine. Do you want to separate the reds? No, right. no. I it's don't. sort of like a Jack Butler thing. We'll get to his laundry, yeah, but right. it's like just throwing everything yes. in. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like and the, the cleaning stuff, it took a while. I guess dorming was really the first time I woke up one day and I was like, yeah, this is disgusting. I got to do something. About this. <laughs> it's true. We had, we had a dirty dorm. And that, yeah. you know, to me, there's separate things here, right? There's things that you have to do. You need clothes right. to leave the house. You yeah. need food to eat. Although takeout does replace right. grocery shopping when you're not true. giving a shit. But like, honestly, we didn't need to have a clean dorm room. Like it was whatever, you know, right. I mean, we, we lived in it and we dealt with it. And that was it. We had mm -hmm. a, we had a, a stain in our shower. I think it was freshman or sophomore year. One of those two. And even like the maintenance people, like we've never seen a stain this bad in our life. Like I don't, know, we don't know how you did that. I, it, it just didn't. Eh, we didn't care. Yeah. So that hasn't changed. Like I'm not good with like dusting and cleaning up spills. Like you know, I do a half-assed effort. I'm a good when I want to because I lived on my own so long yeah. too that I kept it clean. Mm -hmm. And you know that part was good. The thing that was I think the most shocking about like adulting and taking charge was grocery shopping. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize how much shit was and, like, you got to actually look for things and, you know, just, you know, you buy five things, it's $200. I'm like, I did something wrong here, you know? Yes. So that kind of stuff. Yeah. He had a real tough experience. So let's talk about Jack. So right. 
the first day he's alone, you get the montage. Yeah. Not only a montage, no music, right? It's him going through all different parts. Yeah. But he struggled with every last bit of what he had to do. Yeah. What do you think was the worst of the things he did wrong or got? The diaper. Diaper was a problem. Diaper. And I feel like it. I know we're going to the 80s, but, you know, yeah. we both have had kids. We both have, You've changed diapers, right? Well, all right. I am a, a, I was. I don't know if I could do it again. A master diaper changer. Right. I had one issue. We had Rosie. Mm-hmm. I, I had never, listen, I never interacted with children in my life, like right. babies in, in my life. Tiny family. Uh, we had one baby in my entire life, but I was 10 when he right. came. So I, I had no experience. So uh, I took to it very quickly, very easily. Mm-hmm. I was very proud of myself. But I was warned early on when we knew we were having a girl um, that there were some issues at certain oh, yeah, times yeah, yeah, yeah. with things getting in certain places. Yes. So with that knowledge, I froze. I'm like, Margaret, I, I'm not changing. I'm, I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. I refused to change her diaper for at least the first month of her life because <laughs> I was so nervous. And then finally I got in there right. and it wasn't that bad. Yeah. But it's scary. That's scary stuff. Yeah. I'm, you know, on my own too. Like I, for a while, I didn't have a choice. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, scary. That was probably the scariest part. So rewatching the movie again and true confession, I watch it pretty much anytime it's on, <laughs> you know, I don't know why it's just a group. An easy watch, good movie. No, I just don't know how you find it so often. Like, I haven't seen this movie on television in 20 years. I sent you the picture, the one that was like, I'm doing research. (laughs) It was free on YouTube. Like, I found it very easily, but I've never seen it. Like, I didn't know it was on YouTube. YouTube with ads occasionally. That's all right. Yeah. It's all right. I mean, free TV, it's with ads. So, yeah, right. Okay, there. So, yeah, I think that was his toughest thing. Dropping the kids off at school is very underrated, tough. (laughs) Like, getting it right. Like, when I had to drop them, because I really rarely had to do that because of. The schedule at work mm-hmm. i'm at the, i teach high school we teach high school we're here yeah. at seven so elementary school drop-offs there's a system in place now it might have been a little more dramatic in the movie but yeah. i remember like pulling up like shitting myself the first day like what do i do <laughs> you know and here's like five-year-old emerson telling me what to do you know yeah. <laughs> you're doing it wrong <laughs> i never experienced that it's different living in, in the boroughs right like it's just a different there's no like you know driveway and shit like that. There is a system, but yeah, I used to get a little bit nervous when I drove the kids to school, like in days off and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, I would typically just park a block away and walk them just to not <laughs> deal with it. But it wasn't nearly as segmented as it is in the suburbs. Yeah, you can't do that in the suburbs. No, fuck that. Yeah, fucking burbs. Yeah. What did you think was his toughest? I thought the shopping was difficult. I mean, like, because <laughs> again, like he was so clueless. Yeah. I mean, the fact that he didn't know what type of ham they had. Right. You know, and they, they played it up very well. There was a gaggle of women behind him looking over his shoulder as mm-hmm. he's trying. Can you mention the ham again? I mean, that whole thing. And <laughs> it just, he had no clue where to go. What, there was, didn't he run into the, the neighbor? Yeah. He right? runs into not... Angelian. I forget yeah. her character's name. Oh, and Annette? Is it Annette? The, the sexy neighbor, the quote unquote sexy neighbor? Wasn't she the one or was it the other one? Let's, that was Joan. The dumpy one. Joan is Angelian. Okay. Yeah. So he met the other one. Yeah. And she gave him a hand. Yes, that's right. That's yeah. right. She 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 was probably sent there by like Carolyn. I think right. they, she even gave a line that Carolyn right. said you would be here. I think you're right. Yeah. They lost this kid, didn't he? Yes. Twice. He took the wrong kid. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, too. Like, even like in a movie now, I guess you can see that joke being made, but I feel like that was a, a distinctly 82 joke. That was a pre your kid will get taken from you if you take your eye off them joke. Because even the most inept father now would never take his eye off his kid. No. No, I, I think we're so hyper aware now. Yeah. You know, in 2020, like I remember growing up, like I'd like to go explore the store, yep. you know, like wasn't a big deal. But yep. now forget about it. I remember when I was a kid, they had a, they gave me a shirt with my name on it. 
And then at a certain point, that was like, oh, shit, that's not a good idea. Right. Because then a guy can pull up and go, hey, Billy. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh daddy yeah. sent you. And yeah. I'm getting the back of the car and you never see me again. Yeah, no, that's not good. No, no. But I also find, and this has been, I think it might have been in Freakonomics or books like that. Like, mm-hmm. it's a legitimate paranoia. Obviously, it's a horrible tragedy to go through that. But it happens so infrequently. Right. Like, it's like, you know, you're preparing for the absolute worst. Right. It's like preparing for a possible hurricane every day, getting a go bag and leave the house. That's right. It's just, it's not going to happen. But uh, back then, I feel like there was no thought at all. That no, was that was like extremes. Were, did the city, you know, in the boroughs, did they have like the white ban fear? Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, so you had yeah, that, like, 100%. don't go near a white fan. I yeah. feel like that was all heightened then. They still let us do whatever the fuck we wanted right. to do. But, you know, it, that was like the big paranoia. That, that was right. I forgot about that part when he takes the wrong kid. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, my kid. And then he gave it to the wrong person. Yeah. yeah. That's not my kid. <laughs> My mother was actually paranoid. Though. We didn't, yeah. I didn't have as much freedom. Like eventually, we would go in groups to the stores. But I remember this is the most embarrassing moment of my childhood. One of them, I have many. Um, we would play baseball in the in these two garages that faced each other. Mm-hmm. So you would stand on the sidewalk and pitch to the garage. Awesome. You would hit it over the garage for a home run. Uh, I don't remember how old I was. I wasn't that young. Mm-hmm. She insisted on sitting there when we played. Really? Yeah. And then I like listen. I I, I stopped playing. And then eventually she gave it up. But I mean, fucking awful. My mother was, wow, yeah. extra. She was extra before extra was a thing. All right. Yeah. No, it's okay. You can. You no. Can, you can judge. No, I'm not judging because I have an overprotective mom I, <laughs> who I think is more overprotective now that I'm 46. Than... <laughs> well, she's seen the mistakes you've made. <laughs> she's like, I gotta get involved. Yeah, she's like, I need to be more hands on here. <laughs> Um, what about, um, well, the kids, he couldn't really deal with the kids that well either. It's like, and again, it's 1980, whatever it was, 82, right? right? But like parenting seemed different back then, but he seemed to be even bad at that parenting. Yeah. It's as if he's never spent time with his kids. Yes. He doesn't know like what to dress them, what to feed them. You know, he lets, uh, who was it? Um, Kenny? Yeah. Who's the one that makes the chili? No, that's the other one. (laughs) I got to find out because that'll bother me. And both kids have still acted, by the way. Really? Yeah, Alex. Alex is the old okay. one. And, uh, yeah, like, he, he has no clue about, like, what to feed them, mm-hmm. what to do with the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it was almost too much over the top, but it was funny. It was, it was hilarious, yeah. But it's funny, the job he had didn't require him, it seemed like, at least. We didn't see much of it. But right. He's like, you know, he's a manager at a, at a car plant. Yep. Union plant, probably. He's not getting home at 10 o'clock at night. Not right. on a business trip. He's not working weekends. Like, how is it possible he is so unacquainted with his own family? So I'm trying to think back. Like, my father wasn't like that. But my father also, until much later in life, you know, would go. go now he's like the king of the grocery store. Like, go, <laughs> you know, all that kind of stuff. And he knows what to do. I'm not sure if he knows how to do laundry still. Really? Yeah, okay. I'm not sure. He's one of our 12 listeners. Yeah, but, right. You know, let 20, us know. 20. 20, that's right. Last we're, episode we're of 20. That's right. People have been waiting for season two. Clamoring. <laughs> but like, you know, like he would come home, eat dinner, go in the backyard for us and like throw the ball around and stuff like that. And so Jack doesn't even know how to do that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, nothing. Yeah. Even with his Detroit Lions jersey and all that. <laughs> and it's a little hypocritical because listen, there's a couple of hours a night after work I get home where I'm very happy to give them screen time. Right. So I understand the idea of kind of needing your space and right. separating. But it just seems like he is completely lost. Lost. Like he doesn't have anything. Lost. Now, could you blame part of that on him? Like, like almost 
pride lost. He's now the, the person home, not the breadwinner anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of just like his whole life's a mess. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, 82 has a big part of this. My father didn't do anything really. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if he did anything that Jack did. I'm pretty sure the answer is no. No. So yeah. that's part of it too. Yeah. Mom did everything, everything, everything in terms of running the house. Yeah. 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 Yep, it's a lost art. Yeah. Um, South to drop off, north to pick up. <laughs> That's a line I still use today. Is it really? Uh, yeah, if I'm dropping ammo, I'll even do that when we go to like our middle school where we work. You know, someone will be driving out the wrong way. I'll be like, South to drop off, north to pick up, moron. <laughs> That's fucking funny. His, uh, his bottom, when he really hit rock bottom, that reminded me of quarantine. When we were locked down. That's exactly how I lived. Unshaven, the same shirt, drunk all the time. That line when the boss comes for the first time, uh, Martin Muller was fucking great in this. And he offers him a beer. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's like it's 7 30 in the morning. Right. Scotch. Scotch. That's right. I mean, that's, that's a good... that really was quarantine. Yeah. I've never been drinking beer before eleven. It's very yeah. possible. Oh no, there was scotches flowing like <laughs> early afternoon at least. Oh man. I mean, it really reminded me exactly of where we were at some point in 2020, spring 2020. That's a really good comparison. That was like his quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't have a lot of money. Right. So they couldn't leave the house and do things. Yep. yep. Um, it's the 80s where you didn't really do things during the week anyway. You had that one vacation a year, maybe, right. if you were lucky. That's, right. um, that, that's a really good comparison <laughs> with the beard, everything. Wow. He was a mess. He I was. I kind of envy that, that ability. Now, granted, he the house fell apart, and that's not good. Right. But I do envy the ability to just let it all go. I mean, I think minus, obviously, the tragedy behind it, I think there will be a, a romantic remembrance in some aspects of when we were locked down. Just being in your house, not doing fucking anything. Oh, I, I'll freely admit, I don't <laughs> mind. I didn't mind quarantine. Yeah. I didn't mind no, it. Me you know, like, I didn't miss anything. Mm-hmm. Like you said, we were drinking, making our own rules. Some days, you know. You'd wake up in the morning and have a leftover scotch or something sitting on the kitchen table. You finish it, <laughs> then get your coffee, you know, that kind of thing. And it was just kind of like, you know, you you let go. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. I, I feel like that's kind of a summer to a point, right? I mean, to a as point. teachers, to a point. Yeah. We work typically in the summer, both of us. Right. But um, that time we're not working. Yeah. I don't set an alarm. No. I won't shave. Yeah. I, I will drink a lot. Yeah. I drank so much this past summer, and you know this, but I, I got the gout. Like that's right, as a direct result of, and I think it was a continuous because I drink every summer. Right, it went from quarantine for a long time, lockdown right. into the summer. It was nonstop, and my 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 toe blew up to the size Jesus. of I don't know what. It just yeah, that summertime quarantine was just complete. I mean, I, I we got grocery shipments, but I got more alcohol shipped to my house and beer. Yeah. Oh yeah, than anything else. We had a local liquor store right around the corner from us and he would just come in and put you'd, you'd pay him you know remotely mm-hmm. and then he'd, you'd just have your bag outside his door so it was awesome with it bags lined up yeah well he would do appointment time so oh, he okay. knew you were coming and stuff right. like that because that would have been dangerous that would <laughs> that would have been dangerous <laughs> but jack's just a beer man you know yeah it just seems like he's chugging beer mm-hmm I can relate. That's what I do. I'm a Scotch guy. I know you're big on the uh, on the Scotch. Yeah, that's that's what I do. That's how I keep this figure. <laughs> <laughs> do you think his bottom was playing poker with the girl, like for coupons? See, I don't. <sighs> like, what was his true bottom? And am I skipping ahead, or did no, I? No, no, no. All right, not at all. Um, no, I, let me explain why I think that wasn't his bottom. Well, that was kind of sad. Like mm-hmm. he was embracing the life. Like he was taking his new environment, his new 
colleagues, right, for lack of a better word, and like doing and making a thing of it. Like this right. was his thing. So I think that was actually him kind of embracing what he was going through. For me, the bottom was probably the soap operas. Yeah, and I thought it's slow. Where he got this trash. Yeah. And then he was into it. And then the kids are watching it with him. He's on the couch and he has the dream. Like yeah. all of that to me, that soap opera seemed to be the, the trigger to push him down to the Okay. Bottom. I could see that. What do you think? I could see that. You know, soap operas are awful in general. Yeah. You know, but all right. Have you ever sat down and watched any? Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I said this on an episode before. Oh, um, I, feel like I used to, maybe they used to date a girl yeah. and she watched uh, Days of Our Lives. Days of our and we'd go home on lunch and watch yeah. it. But that was it. Never on my, never on my own. Right, no, of my own volition. Right, I've known people like General Hospital, yeah, things yeah. like that, and they're awful. Mm -hmm. But you catch them with the stupid storyline, and you're like, all right, this yes. is really bad, and I know it's really bad, but I'm going to see what happens. Right. You know, it'll happen. It's 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 almost like it's like an alternative form of like WWE. Yes, it really you know? is. You're 100 percent right. That's true. So I guess I could see that at his bottom. I mean, even like it, the progression of it. Like at first he wouldn't watch it, then he was into it, then he's so distracted by it. He he, he uh, makes the grilled cheese with the iron yes. as he's watching, and then the last time you see him watching it is when he has the dream, and yeah. that's when everything kind of changes. I think yeah. that's kind of like literally his bottom, and then the story kind of changes. I could agree to that. What did you we think originally? What was your thought? I think it was the him playing for coupons. <laughs> like I just think it wasn't even like for money. They're playing for right. coupons, <laughs> and I was like, oh man. And I, and I think it's all around that that time period. He had the fight with the wife that night, right? Yeah. The big fight. Yeah, that was the big fight, too. So I, I feel like that was kind of like their dividing point where she kind of, she kind of, I feel, treats him badly, which I know we're going to talk about mm -hmm. her sabotaging him. And I think that was part of it, too. Like, I know she was probably frustrated and probably not happy either dealing with the slimy boss and everything. Mm -hmm. But, you know, she she wasn't that great to him in that scene. Zero understanding. Yeah. Oh, completely. Zero. Completely. I do think she probably knew that the neighbor was the neighborhood slut who was going right. to try to, she probably saw that because I believe when she looked in the window, she was hanging on Jack. Yes. And so she saw that. So that was probably she the, had, like, the shirt down. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Can we talk about Terry Gar for a minute? Yeah. Terry Gar was fucking beautiful. Oh yeah. And not only that, like she was good as I'm watching the movie mm -hmm. from the beginning, she reminded me of Jennifer Aniston on friends, that mm -hmm. same type of actress, the same type of timing, the same kind of pretty face. I can like, see she that. She was a really good comedic actress. I can see that. Now, so the thing was, she was so good in this. And I'm going way back because she's mm -hmm. been around. And this is 1983. So she had a run, like Tootsie. Mm -hmm. Tootsie was a year before. Yep. Trying to look earlier if there was anything. No, that was like her first big she, I, I think she was good on SNL, too. I think she hosted a few times. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Oh, she, oh, oh, God. God. oh, God. was. I remember that when I was a kid. They let yeah. me watch it. I do, a, I do a podcast on Oh, God. Would you? George Burns? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> she did a couple guests. So really her big oh she was young Frankenstein. Too. Oh, that's right. Wow. She was Inga. I forgot about that. She was beautiful in that. The conversation. Wow, that's a big movie. Yeah. That's Scorsese, I think. Made a guest appearance in the odd couple. Oh. Wait, wait, which one? Insurance <laughs> agent? Oh, is that when he was flying? I think she might have been the clerk. He was trying to buy life insurance because he was afraid to go on the plane. He wanted to buy more <laughs> and more life insurance. We got season two has to have the odd couple. I think it has somewhere. to. Wow, she's I didn't realize she was she's been in this. The Hardy Boys. Like a lot she, of guest stars though. Yeah. So John she had to be a kid in some of these. Yeah, 1963 was when her first debut. So if we look, Young Frankenstein's huge. Yeah, 74. Then she's doing more TV, TV, a lot of TV shorts. 
right? Like, am I yeah. missing anything? No. And then Tootsie. Mm-hmm. She gets the sting, too, which should have been mm-hmm. a good movie, but it wasn't. Um, and then Mr. Mom. And then back to... She was, Ghostbusters she was in the Ghostbusters. <laughs> Remember they had all the celebrities? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying right. Ghostbusters? I guess she was one of them. But for someone that... Uh, I guess why I'm looking at this and got sidetracked was for someone who was what you just said, like a Jennifer Aniston type, mm-hmm. why not bigger roles for her? Know. She really had nothing. I mean, she did like a, like a lot of TV guest appearances. Not a whole why lot is, Oh, wow. I mean... I've known her, I feel like, my whole life as an actress. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering why now. What was she ever fucking in besides the three movies you mentioned that right. would make me even know who she is? Exactly. This is crazy. Yeah. I mean, lot. she worked. She's been in yeah. she's been a guest star and everything. Yeah. I mean, I she, guess that's it, right? She's just always around, but yeah. not doing any one particular thing. Yeah. Yeah, there's really. Wow. Not a whole lot so yeah. there. I wonder why. Yeah. Like, was it a choice or just overlooked or I gotta think whatever because she was great in Mr. Mom. I she thought really she was, was. Great. I thought in Tootsie she was pretty good, mm-hmm. you know. Young Frankenstein like her three major movies. Yeah. Pretty damn good. Wow. That's interesting. How old is she now? We got a date on here? Let's see. Forty seven. Oh wow she's in her seventies. She's seventy five. All right. Terry Gar. That was our little oh, now that we've analyzed her career and complimented her, let's talk about a character. Yeah. I think she sabotages him throughout the whole fucking movie. I agree a thousand percent, but I'll say we're two guys talking about this, so Fair. I'm sure we'll take some heat for uh, that part. Maybe because she doesn't listen, I don't know. Right. Besides your mom. <laughs> because she does make the comment like I did this for however many years and you can't handle it for even like a month yeah. at this point. Yeah. So there was some anger there. And and from a twenty twenty two perspective, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Like I think we could flip roles. Oh yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, I think she totally sabotages him. With a lot of things. That vacuum. What the fuck was that vacuum? I've never seen a vacuum like that. Now we got the Rumbas, but like they don't chase me. I know. You think there'd be a warning, by the way. Right. If you got a vacuum, it will kill you. Right. Or could you buy a new vacuum? Right. Um, yeah, the vacuum was a big deal. That was a, a big oversight. Even like the shopping trip. Like, don't send your friend to rescue him. The, right. the instructions were horrible. Right. You got to know how to give instructions to somebody who's lost. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't on purpose. Maybe she just felt like since I did this, he can do it. Here's right. the list. Go get it. He's a smart guy. He works for a car company. Right. You know, that kind of thing. He didn't seem very smart at the, at the factory. No. He even, like, I don't know if we're, if this is on here, but, like, he's trying to make up the Rocky bit. Yes. And, like, he has no idea what he's talking about. And that's <laughs> one of the best underrated lines. He ain't seen no Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> As he walks away. That's amazing. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, the laundry. I mean, what is that? Yeah. Now, clearly, he that was a good scene when he's yeah. pouring in detergent. Just mixing stuff yes, in. Yes. It's great. <laughs> First of all, why do you have so many detergents? Yes. You yes. know, so I blame her for that. Like, why are there so many options? I blame her for having too many detergents. <laughs> How could you not? This whole courtroom's out of order. <laughs> There's too many detergents in the laundry room. Exhibit C. <laughs> <laughs> but tell me that's not sabotage. No, and she has two repair people coming. Right, that doesn't she doesn't tell them. Right, you got to assume she didn't tell them. No, so all of a sudden he's got two people. Okay, what were they for again? One was the TV. Oh, exterminator and, one, and the exter- exterminator. Let's <laughs> through the window. That guy. 
<laughs> I mean, not a word. Strangers showing yep. up. Yeah, yeah. And someone else came later on, like a different day, I think, didn't they? I mean, there was people there. Everywhere. Oh, there's the, who was the older guy? There were three yeah. repairmen that day because the three That's vans right. leave That's running right. at the end. Um, Exterminator. Exterminator TV, TV. guy. Was, was it, it plumber? It must have been, right? Because he was downstairs by the washing machine. I felt like somebody carried the kid out when the washing machine overflowed to save them. Yeah, and that was the older he, guy. Yeah. I don't know if he's a plumber. We'll have to go back and re-edit yeah. this. All right. How would you deal with Crystal having a creepy boss? I kind of, I don't deal with her having a creepy boss. Right. But she does work other jobs. So she has her main job, uh, you know, teaching and then bartending. Yeah. So I, I don't deal with the creepy boss thing, but I do deal with creepy customers uh-huh. because she bartends. Yeah. So um, a boss would be a lot harder to deal with. I mm-hmm. think. You know, someone who's there every single day, yeah. um, you know, advancing. I, I don't think I'd be able to control myself from saying something or doing something yeah what about you i don't know uh, it's hard for me to put myself in that position i'd probably be very upset um i don't know but i handle it with um <laughs> you do when when the boss knocks on the door he runs out he puts on overalls <laughs> yep and he gets the chainsaw, the chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god they're knocking this wall down knocking this wall down <laughs> that's terrific uh, yeah, that's weird. I don't know if I can handle that. My wife hasn't worked in a long time, but when she did, let's be honest, uh, when she did, that wasn't a problem. It right. wasn't. So it's hard for me to say, but it, it would be, I mean, listen, I mean, it depends on what they're doing, I guess, too. Right. Like, I guess if it was Crystal could bartend somewhere else, Margaret right. could do what she did somewhere else. Right. You know, if in her real job, though, nothing you could do about that. Shit. No, that would be really hard to deal yeah, with. And nothing you can do. No. And, and, and I give him credit, the company race. Yeah. You know, th- yeah. that's a scene we haven't broken down yet. But I think it was one of my, fa- as a kid, that was one of my favorite yes, scenes. Yes, me too. That whole obstacle course yeah. and, you know, freaking Ron winning, everyone dropping down and stuff like that. Do you think he was right to lay up? Yeah. You do? You saw it in her eyes when she looked in her eyes about to cross. You saw it in her eyes. He had to. 100% he had to. I know you couldn't do it, but you would. If I'm him, you I'm would. winning that race. You- <laughs> You're full of shit. No, I'm telling you. If Crystal gave you that look. You would drop right in your tracks. Probably. I'm hoping she wouldn't give me that look. Well, yes, that's a good point. She might know better. But, I mean, Terry Gard knew better. Carolyn knew better. But right. she she looked at him and she knew what was happening. And he saw that look. It's I mean, she, like her reaction to the, who was that woman? The other female in the movie. And she's like, what is he doing? Oh, yeah, He's yeah. winning. You know, like, at first, as a kid, I read that as like she was okay with it. But mm. looking back now, it was kind of like. Yeah, yeah, not a great thing. We should recreate that obstacle course. This can't be that hard. That would be great, right? That would be great. We got to get a lot of tricycles. I know, I know. That'd be the hardest. But part. everything else, like tubes and all that stuff, and some of the stuff in the elementary schools in the district, right? Just go there and instead of tricycles, use those little skateboards that you. Oh, there that. you go. We have a, like a Mister Mom Olympics. <laughs> Me and you. I like nobody it. else would even show up. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> What's that whole thing is just every every movie is one big stereotype. Yeah, it's hilarious. The boss, the spoiled boss, the working woman in nineteen eighty whatever, the guy fish out of water guy at home. Whole thing is one big stereotype. Yeah, I will say that Doris, the TV repair woman, is nice. She breaks the mold. She does break the mold. You wouldn't expect to see that, and she walks in. Nope, she does break the mold. She knows what she's talking. Although 
how she fixes the TV is just banging it on the top <laughs> at the end of the movie. <laughs> I want to show the parts of my kids and go, that's how we used to fix TVs. That's right. First, that's what TVs look yeah, like. That's right. I mean, they were a piece of furniture. Yeah, exactly. A whole piece of furniture. Mm. Even the ones that weren't were. Like, there was a coating around it. Yeah. Where you could just smack it. Yeah. Why, why did that work? Do, do we know? I think it was just alignment of satellite and everything else and you just hit it and rattle it just right it's like when you blew on the nintendo cartridges yeah. as a kid you <laughs> know right. why did that work that's right <laughs> it's funny how these things get passed down like, yeah how did anybody know that that worked the first person how right. do you know that those two things and there was no internet then either so like how did that travel around yeah and it's like everyone knows that the nintendo and the tv everyone knew it my father knew it and i saw him do it so yeah. i started doing it yeah it's crazy now things what's the equivalent of banging on the tv today for today's technology I'm trying to think tightening the uh the thing behind your cable box nah, that's, that's the same thing right unplug it and plug it back in yeah. <laughs> that's right that's like the it solves 90 percent of tech problems i could or, be like the director of tech <laughs> did you unplug it no plug it back in it works congratulations <laughs> and also the uninstall the app and reinstall it. Right, exactly. Did you check if you updated it yet? Is right. it the most recent? Yeah. yeah. Yes, it is. So it's the same thing. Bang on the TV. For a while, I used to do it before I called. Right. Plug and replug. Yeah. I, I did it. And then I'm like, you know what? They're not going to believe me. No, they so, make you do it again. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would just stay silent and pretend I was doing it. Yeah. I just fucking did it. No, you didn't. We know. <laughs> We're watching you. <laughs> oh, man. Um, how about the hours? I know with Crystal working kind of a side job, she does work some yeah. long hours certain nights. Yeah. But like she's not taking business trips. She's not getting no. home, you know, when you're asleep on the couch. Right. Well, maybe once or twice a week, right? Right. I'm up. But you yeah. know, there's been times where I've fallen asleep and she'll come in and you, you know, are much older than her. At some point you're gonna be falling asleep. Everyone really. loves to remind me of that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't normally do it, but I want to That's do it right. in a pod. That's all right. You're allowed. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's different, but it didn't seem odd though, like all of us, she's starting out in this company now. First of all, let's let's walk through the her job. Mm -hmm. So when we when we cut the first segment, I said, "Oh, we forgot about the bet mm -hmm. that they made a hundred bucks. Who would find a job first? Mm -hmm. Obviously, she wins. It opens up like right away. Take the money, Carolyn. You know that kind of thing. And um, she got from being being home mm -hmm. for years for for years to now like a high level executive." I don't know what she was hired for. I didn't get the sense she was hired to be a high-level executive. But I don't know what else there is. Like, I, or is so she funny. like an executive assistant? Maybe, to start, maybe. You know, cutting his meat and everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's great scene. I mean, maybe she. And again, I don't know the the real world. Like, right. we're so institutionalized, shipping and education. Like, I just picture like offices being just cubicles and people typing and not doing anything. Like, I don't know what people do in offices. Like, right. I like to walk into the office and go, "What do you do exactly?" It's probably something, but I, my mind doesn't even have the ability yeah. to know what the possibilities are. Right. So maybe she's a junior executive. Okay. She impresses him in the first meeting, and all of a sudden he elevates her. And, and also he wants to get in her pants. Right. So it was those two things get her moved up really quick. I mean, it seems like instant. She's, you know, starting, yeah. and then all of a sudden getting picked up, mm -hmm. and then a business trip, and then another one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a quick turnaround for her. I would say that if the first product she was there for wasn't schooner tuna, tuna, it right. was a deodorant, a men's deodorant, for example, or something else, she wouldn't have had the opportunity she got. It just happened that she walked in to the thing she knew about. Right. 
I guess. I guess. It I is mean, a meteoric rise. It really is. Yes. It really, really is. <laughs> and and the fact that she's cutting meat and still rising. <laughs> I mean, why do you love that scene so much? Well, I, I, I cut my kids' meat still to this day. I can see myself <laughs> doing it to, to somebody else, reaching over. <laughs> Too funny. Yeah. Skuna tuna. Skuna with a heart. That commercial's awful, too. Awful. Awful. I mean, it was, again, 83. Maybe right. commercials were that boring, I guess. But even her pitch wasn't yeah. great. Like, rolling back prices and, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. <sighs> TV shows make advertising seem so easy. Like, I can fucking do this. I can think of something better than rolling right. back prices, the tuna with a heart. The tuna with a heart. I'm sure it's not that easy, but... So I'm going to sidebar you now. All right, sidebar me. We've said this movie's a cliche. Mm -hmm. We've said this, you know, it's total, you know, stereotype, whatever. I think it's so good because of Michael Keaton. And is he one of our most underrated actors in Hollywood oh, since the 80s? Easily. Right? Easily. I mean, he's... You know, Pope IMDb, what we're yeah. talking... I mean, he is not only a great actor, he has the range... He's just been in everything. Is I got caught up in a web. I don't remember why this happened. Of his old appearances of Letterman mm -hmm. back in like late night days and like the early mid eighties. Right. He's fucking hilarious. He's he really a stand up is. actually. Yeah. Uh, and everything he's in, he fucking dominates. Sorry. And he's not Michael. Sometimes, and I won't demean this guy, but sometimes I feel like I'm watching Tom Hanks in a movie. I never feel like I'm watching Michael Keaton. I get into the character. Agree. The you Agree. And I think he's brilliant at just kind of transforming and stuff like that. Did you know he started in Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood? I feel like I did, but now I feel surprised. Yeah. He was fucking, that's a king right there. Yeah. Who was he? Black and white panda. He was the black and white panda? I didn't know that. Fucking panda was yeah. a big character. He came from was space. He really? really? Yeah, he came in every once in a while from space. You know, he was originally Michael John Douglas. Michael John Douglas. Interesting. So then, let's see, he does a little, some TV stuff, the Tony Randall show. Hmm. You know, that show, he was, a, oh, no, this is the next Tony Randall show, not this one. Right. I think it was called, like, Love Sydney or something like that. He was supposed to be gay. Really? Tony Randall. And after, like, the pilot, they never actually said it, but they scaled it back, but it was kind of understood. He was, like, one of the first gay really? main characters I didn't know on that. TV. Yeah. Did not know that. Very believable, Tony Randall. Yeah, true story. Um, so his first big movie that I remember is Night Shift. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Night Shift, really good movie. From what a, how I remember it, mm -hmm. Night Shift was a great movie. Yep, I remember that too. 100%. Yeah, percent. And then he hits Mr. Mom. So this was really his first three movies. I four movies. I even like Gung Ho, but uh, That's Johnny a tough sell these days. I know. Gung Ho. Yeah, really no, it sell. didn't age well. No, it did not. It did no, not no, no. age well. Not even a little. But back in that time, oh yeah, it was it, funny. Yep, uh, Johnny Dangerously. That is a great right i mean again i haven't seen it in 35 years right but i remember yeah. when i saw it yeah hilarious. even piscopo was funny yeah which is hard to do that was a good movie <laughs> it was clever too it was very funny ah oh, you look at right away beetlejuice right a, a couple yep. of years later clean and sober i remember the dream team was good dream team and then he's and right to batman shit that was i was an inspired choice too it was right it was i remember i was in high school when that came out yeah and everyone was, I remember saying, Mr. Mom's playing Batman. <laughs> <laughs> but he was amazing. Yeah. Yep. And I think legit the best one. Uh, Christian Bale might be better for me. Christian Bale's got the voice thing. Like the yeah, one's, where's yeah. Rachel thing gets me a little bit. But <laughs> he was good. Yeah. Was I was like, yeah, I yeah. can see the voice being the, like the tiebreaker. That's right. a good point. Yep. So, but um, that and then one good cop. He's had a really good career. 
The paper was, I love the paper. Paper? It's not on enough. There are two or three movies. No matter what I'm doing, I'm going to stop and watch. I'll give you the three. The Fugitive. Okay. Few Good Men. Mm-hmm. And, and The Replacements. Stop I, I, whatever I'm doing. And those are on enough. Right. Like there are some like Mr. Mom. Right. Never on. Those three are always on. I'll always stop. Mm-hmm. The paper, if it was on more often, would be the fourth really? on that list. I fucking love that movie. That's a great one. Oh my god. I can't my life is one of his I uh, you ever see that? Yeah, he makes the video when he's dying, right? Yeah, no, yeah, it's no. a it's a good movie. No. And it's not just stop. Because no, because it's him, it's not overly dramatic. You know what I mean? Like it's still funny. He's playing like a dying Jack Butler in a way, like, you know, but like that kind of thing Yeah, where it works. If there was another actor there, it would be way too much, way too much. Good movie. But multiplicity is what, if that movie's on, I stop and watch it every time. I love that movie. I remember the premise. It was on HBO every five minutes. Yeah. I never actually sat and watched the whole oh, thing. Oh, that's a movie well worth watching. I didn't even think your kids would like it. Okay. He's a guy and, you know, he makes a copy of himself and then he makes another copy. So he's got like this really hardworking construction guy. He's got another one who's um, like the feminine side, so it takes care of the house. And then those two make a, a copy of a copy, and the guy comes out and he's like calls himself Steve, and it, it's a little special. I don't know if it aged well as a <laughs> sound, but really funny movie. <laughs> Jackie Brown, like he's actually worked more than I thought he did. I thought he went away for a while. Isn't he's a lot of dead movies? Isn't Jack Frost when he dies and comes back as a snowman? Oh yeah, that's another what the one. Fuck, he he can do it. Uh, I don't know. Dude. That was a little too dramatic for me. But... I don't think so. And then it kind of goes from. He there. comes back though. He comes back. Keep going. Yeah, it, he makes a nice little comeback. All right, first of all, here's where it starts. The other guys is a great movie. That's with um, Will Farrell and Mark Wahlberg. And there's like a buddy cop movie, but it's funny. I've never seen it. All Will right. Farrell is like the nerdy kind of buttoned up numbers guy who is a cop. Right. And uh, one of the bigger jokes, running jokes, is that he hates his wife. She's the worst thing. She's so fucking annoying. And he brings Mark Wahlberg home for dinner one night, and it's Eva Mendez. And she's this gorgeous <laughs> fucking. It's like, oh, do you believe her? <laughs> it's too funny. So he's the, like the captain in that. And then that begins a run. Where are we? Yeah, I keep going. Yep. Birdman, I didn't see, but he, I think I he was nominated. Yeah. He had minions. I'll give him that spotlight. Yeah. The founder, Spider Man, mm-hmm. American Assassin was fucking good. That's a good like Netflix late night alone right. movie. Fucking great movie. Okay. Um, Worth I heard was good. Chicago Seven I heard like he just all of a sudden yeah. boom. And his show, the miniseries, dope. I dope heard that was great. Really good. Um, and he's he's in Marvel now. Like he's, he's in Morbius. Yeah. He's coming back and. There'll be a whole bunch. And so. he's Batman again, too. And he's Batman He's again. doing double duty. Which I can't wait. Yeah. I, I won't see the other Batman movie, but I'll go see Michael Keaton. I, I just saw the commercial for that on Sunday. So they're doing another Batman. Yeah. Who's playing Batman? Oh, that's, is this um, Robert, Robert Pattinson is playing Batman? Yeah, that's right. The kid from the and vampire so, movie. Yeah, it's not a kid anymore. He's like probably 40. <laughs> really? I got to think so. That vampire right. movie was a long time ago. So now, do you know how they're doing the whole Batman, two Batmans? Like, is it doing like Marvel with different timelines? I don't know. I don't know. If you had asked me about Marvel, I would know the you answer. Know that. No. DC shit. Yeah. So, but I think this movie works. And the reason I love it so much is because of the character Jack yeah. and how he's like relatable. Like he's a little douchey in a way. Yeah. yeah. But, you know. Yeah. So that that's was a big sidebar. So that's a good one. That's a good one. Be worth mentioning. Um, all right. So let's kind of get towards his transformation then. A, whether it's legit, and B, whether we can do it. Do you think that's a realistic transformation? I mean, let me first preface it with this. I remember correctly, the transformation begins when he has the dream that his yeah. wife kills him and, and the neighbor. Yeah. Right? 
she shoots him and he wakes up from that and all of a sudden boom he's ready yeah. to go making gourmet meals yeah not only is he put dropping the kids off right he's the guy with the he's the guy now yeah. yeah yeah i mean complete 180. and that's a great scene too when yeah. he's like come on south to drop off north to pick up keep him moving keep him moving that's great yeah. i mean it seems a little unrealistic it is but i also think we could do it so i think it's realistic in terms of like i think anyone can do that those chores you know mm -hmm. what i mean i don't want to I'm coming off as like I sound like, oh, anyone can do that because I don't think that at all. There's degrees of doing well. Mm -hmm. So could he have done it as well as he seemingly did? No. Mm -hmm. But I think he could do a competent job. And I think they just stereotyped it a little more. Yeah. You know, like I don't th I think you can figure out how to clean the house. I think you can, you know, um, get the kids to school and know the procedures right. and things like that and maybe volunteer. I, I don't know if I'd do that. <laughs> uh, actually, I can <laughs> no, tell you right now. I there's no way in hell uh, I'd be that guy. Do you think though that the the dream sequence was enough of a kick in the ass to him? It was odd. The whole thing was just odd. Yeah. Like that was that's like the low in the movie. And I remember as a kid, I'd go get a snack, <laughs> like while that was you on. Couldn't pause the background. No, yeah. So you just let it roll. Yeah, right. And then uh, you know, go grab a snack, and then you'd hear the Rocky music, and <laughs> you're back. In, you're back in it. Yeah, it's a great callback too. That was terrific. Right. Yeah. That was that was a nice tie-in from the beginning, and then yeah. that whole montage. It, it was a little training scene and. Mm -hmm. And really tied the beginning really well with that, but um, I think I think it's semi-realistic. I mean, I, I feel like he got some cookbook. I mean, all right, the cooking part. Yeah. All of yeah. a sudden, he's making what's that stuff that flames up in the like uh, the noodles or whatever. The noodles, yeah, yeah. I forget what it is, but yeah. yeah, she thought he got takeout and he made it himself. Right. Like even she was like, he didn't make this. Like it was a pretty quick transformation. Right. So, but that do you think? So the significance of the, him shaving his beard. They made a big deal about that. They did. Yeah, he cleaned up. He changed his shirt. Or he did get rid of the shirt, I think. He burned it. He burned the shirt. That's and right. And like uh, what was it called again? The Whoopi. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He burns his shirt. They get rid of the Whoopi. That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> this is a very good one. I'm glad you made me watch this movie. I'm very glad. But I, I, I don't see it as unrealistic other than maybe the food stuff i think everything else you yeah know, you can learn the master things you can you can learn how to do laundry competently maybe not as good as she did um you know no matter what happens i'll never make um like a chicken parm as good as my mother mm -hmm. like and i make a good chicken parm but mm -hmm. it's never just going to be uh, i'm at my ceiling you know what I mean? <laughs> so i i think that's kind of I think it's kind of realistic i think the key is that he accepted that this is his reality right the first few uh, well i don't know hour of, of this life he kept thinking it was temporary it's right. temporary it's temporary and he finally whether the dream was the reason or anything else like this this is it so yep. i gotta i gotta fucking find a way to do this now you buy the role reversal because the halloween scene all of a sudden it's carolyn leaving yeah and yeah. he's like you're gonna miss this and yeah. all that kind of stuff do you buy that or was that too far uh listen a lot of it's too far but i do think for the full transformation to happen, not only for him to be Mr. Mom and for her to be, I mean, for lack of a better word, right, Mrs. Dad. Right. Um, it had to happen that way. She had to leave the kids. That was that's the hardest part for any mother. Yeah. What's that? Is leaving the kids. And she did it. So I think that is yeah, it's a little much, but I think it had to be done. Yep. So I don't know. Who is the one who kept working at the end? So in the last scene, they've come in barging and begging him to come back to work. Mm -hmm. 
Martin Mald comes back in begging her to come back to work after she quit and punched him in the face. Whether or not she works with that that ad agency and Martin Mull or somewhere else, clearly now she has a resume. Right. She had a national ad run based yep. upon her. So she's going to work wherever she wants. Who keeps working? Great question. And my gut reaction was Jack mm. goes back to work. However, I think they become the two the two household family. Yeah, I think the same thing. Two income family. Two income. And she can maybe call her shots a little more. Maybe. And I think Jack can call his shots a little bit too. Yeah. You know, he, he wants, um, uh, what were their names? Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> I know. Stan. Right. Oh, who was the other guy? Stan and. Those guys were great when they were attacking Jeffrey Tambor. It was hilarious. Wasn't Bert and Stan, was it? Larry. Well, Larry and Stan. It was Christopher, Christopher Lloyd. Lloyd. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> That's <laughs> Christopher Lloyd. Yep. Larry and Stan. Yeah, I think it might be like you're right. The birth of the, the two income household. There, it's very possible they took themselves through the 1950s for the first hour and a half of the movie and jumped into the 1990s in the last five minutes. Right, and I really wish they went a little further. I wish you had the closure on that. Yeah, right? a little epilogue would have been yep. nice instead of having was it the Star Spangled Banner playing over the Schooner Tuna commercial or something like that. Right. I think you're right. Yeah, oh, that was rough. That would have been a nice. That's a that's a good point. That would have been a great little tag at the end. Yep, like the next. One month later, and you see Jack getting ready for work, and then yep. you see her getting ready for work or something like that. Yep. They just got to deal with Megan. Who? Megan, the baby. <laughs> like, where they, the other two kids are in school. Yeah. But did you know that there was a TV show series? I remember that In vaguely. the late, like, 2018. I never watched it. It was on... 2018? Like, yeah, Voodoo. Um, Who was it? It was based on... No one... I don't think any anybody famous, but it, it was... The premise was Megan... The baby mm. was now a working mom, and her husband had to stay home and be Mr. Really? Mom. Yeah. Yeah, right here. Uh, oh, Walmart owns Voodoo? I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. But they made 11 episodes before. Andrea they... Anders and Hayes MacArthur. Who's Hayes MacArthur? Do I recognize this guy? No picture of Hayes MacArthur. That's too bad. He was in the movie Wiener Park, though. <laughs> He's just a sitcom guy. He's in King of Queens. He played Ed in Pollocks. Pollocks. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know if I could watch that. No. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't think I could either. I think a lot of the fun of this movie is set in this time period. I don't know if you can make the same show or movie in 2018 or 2022. I don't know. Could you? I mean, I guess it'd be boring. It'd be like, all right, kids, go on your iPad and be done with it. Go play your video games. But is it as funny these days watching a guy do these things and suffer? Like that doesn't ex that person doesn't really exist that much right. anymore. And I yeah, I don't you're right. I don't think either either role as portrayed in the movie exists. You know, some is it thirty years later? Almost thirty years? No, almost forty. Forty years. Almost forty years. Wow. Very close to forty. It's crazy, right? That is nuts. Yeah. Like really when you think about it, but it still holds up. Yeah, no. Like does. as much as you're thinking it's ridiculous, the whole, you know, him running around and you know the vacuum and even that montage scene of him like you know the trumpet, the bugle playing to get them up in the right. morning and you know grabbing Megan like it's, right. it's it still holds up. No, you good call. I won't I won't give you shit for this one. So could you do this tomorrow? You lose your job. 
And we all know that's a possibility at any moment. That's right. Moment um, to moment. <laughs> and uh, let's say Crystal wasn't working now. She has to work. Or she has to work a full-time second job. You're right. in charge of the house. Emma staying with you. Maybe one day there'll be a baby on the way. And you have to be. <laughs> Could you do this 24-7 full-time homemaker child carer? Hells yeah. Yeah. I think the the big thing would be getting over the pride of not having a quote unquote job yeah, and a paycheck yeah, and yeah. all that stuff. So mm -hmm. I think that would be the thing that like, even now, like if we come up short at something and you know, the side job has to come into it for her, mm -hmm. like that bothers me. Yeah. Like, it bothers me in a big way. Um, but could I do it and do it well? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. There'd be home cooked meals ready to roll <laughs> at any point for me stuff. I'd even learn to make those noodles. I want to, I like, I just want to see them go. Whoosh. <laughs> That is, by the way, that that one second of the movie is classic Michael Keaton. His reaction when oh, they blow up, that is, and he's done it a million times, but yep. it always works. Without a doubt. Yep. Without a doubt. Yeah, I, I have no doubt in my mind I could do it. Yeah. And do, and do it pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I learned yeah. that recently. Margaret and I, we, she started it. She had COVID. I like that you said she started it. She started it. it. It's her fault. Um, and so, granted, I wasn't working. Right. And I was in charge of the house. And I, dare I say, I did a, a better job as a homemaker than she did. I nice. Put, now, granted, if you asked me to do it for years in a row, right. maybe that that verve and that right. vim and vigor might die down a bit. But for like five days, fucking tore it apart. Nice. Yeah. So, and you're someone who has a large commute. Mm -hmm. So you're not home during the prime time hours. Yep. You know, like get up in the morning arrival home you know all that kind of stuff so yep. you're home at night you're in a lot of ways like like jack like well i feel like you're home more and more involved than well, well yeah fair enough was, but in terms know. of time yeah, yeah but yeah. time was it a what was the hardest part well there are certain things like i chip in and there are certain things i do well right. so i do them but there are certain things i hate like i will say all right margaret is the homemaker and she does homemaker things and i will chip in to help make her load lighter when i can but there are certain things I will not chip in on. I refuse to do certain things. I hate washing dishes. And for whatever reason, we have a shit ton of things that you can't put in the dishwasher. I ain't fucking washing them. But that week I did. I hate doing undryable laundry. My underwear and socks, I'll wash them all fucking day. Right. Boom, boom, in and out. You give me a t-shirt I got to hang out? Motherfucker. Fucking hate that. <laughs> inside out, you got to turn it inside. It's all wet. You got to hang it up in the fucking shower. Oh, it's annoying. <laughs> hate it. <laughs> And then when she'll she'll do a load of laundry. That's where you're taking your stand on undryable laundry. Yeah, yeah. That's wow. a big stand. That's a big thing for me. Wow. But every once in a while she'll say to me, listen, I, I put this in the laundry, I forgot about it. You gotta get it out for us to stick. Would you mind hanging it up? I can't do it right now. And when I get up there, and it's the kids' clothes in particular, right. smaller, she will fill it up with so many and I'm thinking I'm like, I'll hang up like seven, eight right. shirts, no big deal. It's fucking twenty things in there. Yeah. Things that don't go on hanger. I mean, what am I supposed to do with this? Right. Yeah, you have two kids. Like doing kids' laundry is rough. Yeah, because it's so small, and even if you want to hang it, you got to find the right kid hanger mm -hmm. to put it on. And yeah, it's yeah, cool. no, I hate that shit. So that's your stand. That's my stand. Dishes and hanging laundry. Wow, I won't do it. But that week I did, and I All fucking right. coped. It was not the end right. of the world. Now, could you do those two things for the next ten years, like on the daily? I got to be honest. Having the the free time, the luxury to say I'll do this at one, right? As opposed to, I'm getting home from work at five, right. and I'm I gotta finish this all this shit by eight. I think I would. I think mm -hmm. I'd be able to adapt. Right. I really do. I believe that. Yeah, I believe. It. I think most most of us in today's world aren't Jack. 
in terms of yeah. that big learning curve. Mm -hmm. And I, and I even think older generations, like my dad could do, he could cook and, and do everything. Right. Now. I, I, I feel like I feel confident he'd survive. Yeah. Not as well, you know, but <laughs> right. you know, I think he could do it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't think that exists anymore. I, I think, think that's a uniquely eighties. I think for thing. two reasons. Well, maybe these aren't the only two, but the two that come to me is number one, people go away to college and you're forced to do certain things. Right. That wasn't a common thing until True probably story. 30 years ago, maybe 40. And the other thing is people aren't going straight from mom to their wife anymore. Right. You know, whether it's through choice or not, right. people live in alone or at least not with a, a woman to do things for them. Right. And you kind of forced it. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. That's like a big shift. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of like when the podcast on the eighties dads, mm -hmm. it's similar, similar kind of thing. Yeah. You know, um, but I think there's more Jason Sievers now than Jack Butler's. Thank God. Look, look how we I need more Jason. to call back more Jason Sievers. The world needs right now. Yeah. R.I.P. All right, solving problems. Man. Solving problems. I got it. Season two. Season two. Episode one or fifteen. I, I'm going with fifteen. All right, you're the, this is your show. So. Oh please, no! This is far from my show. <laughs> now that we did Mr. Mom. This is definitely a shared endeavor. <laughs> All right, I think we did it. Yeah. Not too shabby. We hit an hour We were again. economical. We were. This one. This is good. So. All right. We'll see you hopefully next week. Thanks for listening.